y'all. This is Sam. And this is Steven. And this is Crimology. This is episode 54. So we're just going to jump right into it and we're just going to get started. So this week we're talking about Sean Ellis, who served time for a murder he did not do. I saw about this case. It's a Netflix documentary called Trial 4. I haven't finished it. But I talk about this list of cases that I have, and Sean has been number two on my list for a very long time. Um, so I decided to cover his story this week. Um, so that's my cool story of how I came across this case. So September 26th, 1993, 52-year-old Boston police officer John Mulligan was parked at a Walgreens where he was working security detail when someone took his service weapon and shot him five times in the face. 19-year-old Sean happened to be at the same Walgreens buying diapers with his friend Terry Patterson. So besides having Sean at the same place of the murder, the murder weapon was also found not far from Sean's house. Also, an eyewitness said she saw Sean crouching by Terry's car the night of the murder. However, this same witness had already identified another person for the murder before identifying Sean. And she was also in a relationship with one of the investigators at the time. So because of these two factors, some believe that her witness account isn't the greatest. So just putting that out there. Another bit of information is that at the time of the investigation, and this is crazy, keep up with me, a detective, George Foley, came forward and told investigators that he had a conversation with the adult son of another detective, where this son said he had beef with John because John wouldn't leave his 14-year-old sister alone. The son said he knew that John would go to sleep in his car at Walgreens because his father, the other detective, told him. So this son ends up telling this detective, George Foley, who comes forward, he says to him, quote, you're going to read about it in the papers, shot between the eyes at Walgreens, end quote, which is exactly how John died. So when the son was asked about this conversation, of course, he denies saying anything. He even denied having a younger sister, which I looked into. And the son's parents did foster. Um, I don't know officially if they adopted these two girls, but at a, at a certain time, they did have two foster children who were 14. Um, so that's what, anyways, putting that out there. Go ahead. You had something to say. I'm just uh, thinking. It, yeah, it's right. it's just it's it's confusing, and so already I, off the bat, you have a lot of back and forth and a lot of right. Yeah, yeah. That's that reaction. And I I think the thing that's really just kind of wrecking my brain on this one. He's like, oh no, I didn't say that, and I don't have a younger sister, and you know, just denying all right. this stuff. And it's like, eh, I'm not sh- too sure about that. So gets wilder so george the detective who talks about this conversation with investigators his supervisors say that george was suffering from stress 
they temporarily relieve him of duty and make him check into a hospital for an evaluation. Sketchy. Yeah, that's already pretty interesting. And it's just like, it makes no sense. And like, clearly this is just like, yeah, something's already starting. Right. So first off, we can go all the way back. You've got this girl who comes out and says, well, I don't know anything, but I've seen, I see, I saw Sean crouching by Terry's car. I tried to find exactly like what she meant by crouching by his car, because that could, he could have dropped the keys. He could have dropped his phone. He could have dropped anything and was crouching down to pick it up. I don't know why all of a sudden Sean is, I mean, Sean is looked at as a, as a person of interest because he was at the Walgreens and then the gun was found somewhere by his house. That's why he's looked at as a suspect first. But I don't know why this girl comes and she's like, oh, I saw Sean. He was crouched by Terry's car. And they're like, oh, no, he's crouching. Well, like, and so here's something that also just blows my mind of like, I understand like Boston is a huge, huge, huge town, right? city. If I go to the wall, you know, if I go to Walgreens here in Muskogee, mm-hmm. and it's like I see somebody, I'm like, there is no way in the world that I'm gonna know who exactly that is. Like I'm gonna see them two times in my lifetime, probably. Right. So it's, I mean, unless like she's just seen Sean around, and it's just like, oh yeah, that kind of looks remotely close to who I think that is. The girl? Yeah. She lived by Sean, so that's how she knew Sean. So, like, I mean, but it's just weird to me. But then also, I mean, I get it. You live where you live. So, like, that's that. We can't be suspicious about that part. But it's the, you know, we can go one deeper and say you are in a relationship with one of the investigators. So, what if, and it's again, we've seen it time and time again where there have been cops that have. What's the word I'm looking for? Quarks. What is the word? Quarks. No. When they've tried to get you to say something. Oh, yeah. I know what you're saying. So, uh, who knows? This investigator boyfriend could have come and said, we think Sean did this. Did you see anything happen? And she's like, well, I saw him like garage by a car. And he's like, that's kind of sketchy. And she's like, that is kind of sketchy, huh? Um. So, anyways, already we've got a lot of like back and forth and a lot of just like. I mean, the fact that his supervisor comes out and says, ah, good old George, he's kind of, he's dealing with a lot of stress. So we're going to make him check into a hospital for an evaluation. Just around to this time that he thinks he knows something. So it's definitely like cop covering for cop. So anyways, we're getting, anyway, we're going to continue into it. So Sean's team would argue in court that this lead wasn't looked into the lead with the detective's son wasn't looked into and was dressed just brushed off because the son said no i didn't say that his team said they would go back and look at other leads um but none was looked into as soon as they put sean as sean was put into the picture of being at the walgreens and then the gun being found close to his home as soon as Sean is put into the picture, 
no other leads are looked into is what his team is trying to say is that as soon as they pinpointed Sean as the person, everything else is back ordered. The word you were looking for was coached. Yes, coached. Yes. Corks. What it no coerced. Cor that's the word. There you go. I knew it was di- anyway. Leave me to the, to the big words for whatever. <laughs> Honestly. That's a horrible Honestly. decision, but whatever. Uh, so, in the end, and Sean would go through tr- three trials. His first two would both end in mistrial due to a hung jury both times. However, in 1995, Sean is convicted of robbery and murder and sentenced to life in prison. In 2015, however, a Supreme Court judge looked at Sean's case and overturned his convictions and freed him on bail due to police corruption and prosecutors' misconduct in his case. And then December 2018, the district attorney dropped the robbery and murder charges against Sean, which is huge. And then finally, just last year, t- 2021, Sean's record was completely clean after a 1995 weapons possession conviction was overturned. So what is that? Almost 30 years after the murder and his record is just now fully clean from something that he never did. So Sean would end up serving 21 years seven months and and 29 days behind bars for something that he never did. Yeah. So this also, this kind of goes back to, uh, and maybe this is one that we can um, discuss in a couple weeks or whatever, but um, the, the, when we started talking about this one, I immediately thought of this one because it's, it's, it was a big deal in Oklahoma a month or so ago. The Julius Jones, I don't know if you followed that one, but basically, it's it was kind of the same kind of it's the same kind of deal, but like he's on death row. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that one, but it's like, and it's kind of this evidence of like it's it's there, but it's not really there type of thing. And so, I mean, there's a whole website, and I can't remember the exact link, but um, it kind of reminds me of this one. It was just like it's. Hey, it's oh yeah, it kind of looks like him, and he right. just happened to be. I, and I think that's that's just the thing that sucks. It's just like you're right there, and then the gun was found close to your house. Right, and then they're like, okay, well, it's got to be him. But then also, when you're, I mean, hello, Detective Son is like, you're gonna read about it in the papers. Shot dead in the face. And he's shot in the face. But you're just like, oh, I, I didn't say that. Or I didn't mean that. I didn't right. say that. So I, I, I don't think they talk with a I, Savannah I accent up yeah, in Boston. something weird. That's okay. It's, you know, I, I have my voices for, for some people, too. And it <laughs> does not sound anything like that. I guess that's like my them. detective voice. But, yeah, just wild. I've Like I've said, I've got a whole list of uh, cases on my phone, and so I'll scroll through and I'll pick one, and I'll be like, you're the lucky winner for this week. Um, but Sean has been number two on my list since we've started Crimeology, and for some reason I just always scroll past it and look for other ones. And then finally I was like, 
let's do Sean. And so this case is wild. And I, like I said, I have not finished. I think I've barely started the documentary um, before. So I'll have to go finish it. And and I'm, 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 I've been reading through um, some of this, like there's the website. Well, Bless you. Um, behind the scenes right there. <laughs> um, there's actually a website. It's justiceforshawnellis.com. And it's super interesting because, I mean, they're going like like minute by minute, basically. Right. And basically his defense team was – that. there's this quote in here. It said, no one saw Sean Ellis shoot or rob Officer Mulligan. There isn't one scintilla. I don't – that's probably not how you say that, but – Basically, there's not one shred of evidence is right. what is what his one of his attorneys said, which is completely true. Right. And then, like, you know, I'm kind of just going through the trial, like his three trials, like what we talked about. And it said uh, the chief prosecutor, um, Phyllis Broker, said Mulligan died because he wore badge and his gun was stolen because his alleged killers wanted a, quote, trophy for their victim. Sean Ellis kept the trophy, which like. And then it goes down later to say it was like, uh, yeah, they actually found that gun in like somebody else's, like a detective or something, someone's center console. Mm. So, I mean, there's so many just different things like in this story. It's just like, okay, clearly it didn't happen. Right. right. Clearly he did not do this. This is, we go back, well, so two things. One. This is one of those instances where, but it's different this time, where we get on our soapbox about how long it takes to prosecute someone or sentence someone for a case. And then in this instance, he is prosecuted and sentenced so early on. Um, And this is one of those instances where we're glad that this random Supreme Court judge just happens to be looking at his case and is like, something's fishy here right let's release him um it's ridiculous that it took 30 years for him to be completely wiped clean of all of his stuff so that now he can finally live his life but anyways um we go back to the i think believe the central park five the boys Mm -hmm. that were accused of a rape that they did not do and the prosecutor in that case she to this day has never said like, I'm sorry for being wrong. She will say, I knew they did something. Like, they may have not done the rape. Like, they may have not done that. But I knew they definitely were doing something in the park that they weren't supposed to be doing. So that's what, like, is in this same instance of, like, well, he may have not murdered him, but he was definitely doing something that night that he shouldn't have been doing. He was buying diapers for his cousin, dude. <laughs> He literally went out and was like, let me go get these diapers and go home. So it's, uh, don't get me started. I'm all up on my uh, soapbox. And yeah, the soapbox music is playing right I now. I know. So Eventually, season three, we'll have soapbox music. There you go. You can get on your soapbox once an episode. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Episode 54, is that what we're on? Yeah, 54. Oh, thank you. So. Good job. There we go. Um, like always, thank you guys so much for listening or 
Well, thank you so much Whoa, for listening. Hey, you are jumping. Ahead. I know I'm jumping the Let's gun just, so far. You know what? Let's just roll into it right there. You now. go. We're going into. I totally forgot to do the whole Stevens Corner. So let's just roll into Stevens Corner. This is where Steven gets the opportunity to talk about whatever Steven wants to talk about. Okay, so last week we talked about, you know, Sam chose Sam Island. chose yeah one Sam chose number one of two. <laughs> so right. number two is now going to be okay. If you were in, I probably should have gave you this one ahead of time Thank based you. on how your episodes. I know how you need to start giving me these at, at least for these so that way, but. It's, it's fun to surprise you and, and go with what you're actually... I have no idea what it is. I'm going to try just to answer. Okay. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. Five people... Golly, I can't do okay, five. Okay, now, now hold on. Go ahead. Living or dead... Okay. ...that you would, like, have a, like, dinner with. Dinner with? Yeah. Oh, man. Jesus was the first one okay. I came. We're going to just... I We're going to go. Abraham Lincoln was somebody that I thought of. Jesus, Abraham Lincoln. Taylor Swift. <laughs> because we've got to. Um, I'm trying to think of two logistical people that I would want to meet in real life. Um, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. This is another one of those questions that I'm like, I don't care to meet anybody. <laughs> That's just my introvert self. It's like, I think I'm good without meeting anybody. Who can I meet? Ruth from the Bible keeps coming up. That's okay. another Bible answer, so we'll save that one. Um, the last one, I want to make it a fun one. Who's someone fun that I can meet? Um, I talked to my mom about this the other day. I don't know what this kick I'm in on is a Ryan Reynolds kick. Okay. Um, that would that would make things fun. So Ryan Reynolds, Ruth from the Bible, Taylor Swift, Jesus, and Abraham Lincoln is my dinner party. That's. Hey. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> Who's your five? Um, I'm not gonna go with the obvious one and say Jesus like you did. Thanks. <laughs> because that's that's the that's the Christian cop out answer, right, Sam. Right, right. I'll take it. Listen. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so I would have to and like I'm gonna say I'm going to bend the rules because this is my own question. So um I'm gonna go with so so someone music musically inclined, obviously. Uh twenty one pilots. Okay. Right, okay. Um I'm only going to do living people just because that would make it more realistic because I'm also my own question. So I do right, my own do whatever. Um, Russell Westbrook. Okay. Basketball player. Okay. Um, I had it and then I just lost them all. Um, more sports. Bob Stoops. Okay. The czar of Oklahoma football. Okay. Suck at Lincoln Riley. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not bitter about that at all. Um, golly, who else would be like? I just keep thinking of like musicians, which would be fun. Oh, now I've got one. Um, comedian Tim Hawkins. Uh. They've got a podcast, and I listen to that. So I'm just like, yeah, I could fit in with them too. <laughs> and. 
One more. One more. I don't know. It's off the cuff. Oh, Steve Carell. Oh, well, there you go. That's a good dinner party. So Steve Carell, Tom Hawkins, Tim Hawkins, Tim Hawkins, Tom Hawkins. <laughs> it's not his brother either. <laughs> oh man, good this old body. Is, th- this is one off the rails. Steve, Tom. Steve Carell, Tim Hawkins, Bob Stoops, Russell Westbrook, Twenty One Pilots. That's a good dinner That'd be party. Fun, uh, and maybe instead of Bob, like a like Brie Larson or somebody like that, like s- to get somebody in, like from the Marvel universe. Oh, Brie Larson. Yes. What I'm this? not good with actor. Or I'm not good Hold with on, names. Let me, let me Captain Marvel. That's yeah. There you go. I'm Thank surprised you. you didn't say a uh, Sebastian Stan. I want to marry him, <laughs> not just eat dinner with him. <laughs> We're going to talk about next week. <laughs> We're going to go through your top five celebrity crushes next week. I'm ready for them. See, I could easily tell you those. Dinner party? I don't know. Go, go. Five. Go five ahead. celebrity crushes? Yeah. Five foot uh, one. Steven. Oh, Steven. What? <laughs> Sebastian Stan. That's number one. Jason Momoa. Okay. He's married. No, he's not. They're yes, divorced. No, they're back together. No, they're not. Yep. I saw an article. That's so sad. Not that I had a chance. Um, um, oh, you made me. Oh, what is his name? He's a new celebrity crush. Brett Dalton. He's uh, I don't know. Mar- uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, okay. Super yeah, yeah, cute. Yeah. Um, I'm B.B. Ruxka is a girl crush for life. Um, I'm trying to. And then Taylor Swift. Those are some my, my celebrity crushes. Three and two. Okay. Three and two. <laughs> Three and two, baby. Oh, man. It's always fun to dive into your into your mind. <laughs> I know. It's also very scary. It sucks that you asked these questions at the last second because I'm like, I don't know. But there you go. There Episode go. 54. Um, so like always, thank you guys so much for listening and supporting Make sure to leave us five stars. Make sure to leave us reviews. Um, so we've got an email at CrimeologyPod. Send us any kind of suggestions or anything. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening and continuing to listen. Hey, by the way, we did get a five-star review with a... Suggestion. With a suggestion. So I'm sure I'm going to butcher your name, but this is just how, I, how I've how i seen it pronounced. Jay Swoop, Swoop, however you pronounce your, your name. Send us a DM, and because I do the editing, and it makes me sad when things don't go according to plan. So he had a suggestion about our production and about our editing. Um, so yeah, so he left a little review. But thanks so, for the five stars, too. right? This is the shout out that if you will get with us, so we can yeah. get a little bit more from you. Um, but yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for continuing to come back and supporting us. We continue to see numbers, and so it's just super cute. It's cute, too. Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> cool. I'm never going to learn to be able to speak. Um, it's super cool to see numbers stay the same. Um, it's been over a year that we've been doing this, so you think that numbers would dwindle or, you know, whatever, and our numbers have stayed the same for such a long time. 
So it's super cool to see that this isn't just something that I did so I can hang out with Steven more <laughs> or, you know, it's not something that we do just for us and my mom who listens. Um, but it's something that people continuously come back and listen to. So honestly, thank you guys so much for supporting us. It means a lot. Um, I'll get off my emotional soapbox and, um, thank you guys so much. Like always, this is Sam. This is Steven. And this is Carmology. Carmology.